Today's interview is with Dillian Nason. Dillian is from New Guinea, and New Guinea is an amazingly biodiverse place. I met Dillian when she came to Wagga Wagga to do her honours project, and she came to our place for a barbecue. When you eco-connect, you not only connect a gift giver and a receiver, you connect people to species all over the world in different ecologies, but you also can connect to people like Dillian's work in New Guinea. Dillian, can you tell us about your career as a taxonomist? Okay, um, well, basically, I'm, I'm just a beginner. I think it's now uh, two to three years. Um, being a graduate, since I graduate, um, taxonomist, I'm working. Being one is really challenging, especially in a place like New Guinea, because um, there's no um, record of anything where I can uh, use as a control or compare findings with, yeah. So um, to become one would be really challenging, but um, I like taking on the challenge, yeah. You did your honours? Local university yeah, back here in PNG, the University of Goroka, but we had, um, with the NGO that I was with, we had an exchange program and uh, with um, Charles Stewart and University. So that's where I, they helped me with especially analysing um, my samples uh, in their, using their lab. Yeah, so they, they made things possible for me as part of my uh, project. Excellent. And that project involved the identification of 14 new species of frogs. Is that correct? Yes, um, we did um, PCR and we came up with 14 morphotypes in which it's uh, yet ongoing and, and needs definitely needs uh, more identification uh, to be able to group them into their families. And But it looks like more than half of the number may turn out to be totally new to science. Yeah. Fantastic. It's uh, great to be able to piece these things together. Now, for the uninitiated, PCR means polymerase chain reaction, which is a method of amplifying up the DNA of a species so that you can analyse the... Uh, maybe you should explain it, Dillian. <laughs> well, actually, um, PCR, as you said, uh, uh, dealing with the DNAs of the samples, and in my case, um, the frogs that I collected, so trying to match the sequence with what is there in the gene bank, and if they do match, then, then that would be able for us to put them in the, the categories like families, but if they don't, then um, then then we'll um, have to prove that they're, they're new, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Dillian, you've published this research somewhere. Can you point to where you've published it? Um, we had a joint um, collaboration with um, two of my other supervisors and mentors um, with the part of my work incorporated into theirs in terms of um, frogs of New Guinea in um, the frontiers of ecology. The journal, I think, came out last year, I guess. If that's 14 new frogs that you've looked at, in this research work, 
what projection could you make for how many species of frogs there might be in New Guinea? A rough estimation, it would be, I'm guessing, say, less than 100, I think. Yeah, if it's like totally different. Something less than 100, but how many have been discovered so far? How many, less than a half of it, if it's 100? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that so that means that people like me have a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it that, would be really interesting. In doing that work, how, how do you do that work? How do you get funded to be able to do the work? I mean, you need to live and, and you're a professional person, so we need to pay you to do your work and, and <laughs> live your life. How, how, can you... Tell me that your experience in trying to get funding. To get funding from my side, it's, it's really hard. So we normally go through um, internship programs with especially NGOs because they do fund a lot through their connections outside. But it's, it's one of the limitations, I should say, in terms of funding uh, projects. And it, it's a really big need uh, for research generally here. Can you give us some sense of the importance of taxonomy as a discipline? Why do you think taxonomy is important? Oh, generally why I think it's important is that for for PNG context, is, um, it is important because um, currently we don't have... Um, a database or something where we can compare and um, know exactly like if it's new or not. And uh, the most important thing in which as an individual, I think why it's important is, I mean, we may have a species, but if we don't identify them and record them, then we might be losing things that we don't even know that they're existing. Yeah. Mm. What sort of pressures are there on uh, existence of species in New Guinea? Um, we have, currently we have a lot of um, big projects that involves a massive clearance of um, forests. That's, that's one of the biggest threats that it's... Um, ongoing currently here so we um during this big impact projects um that's one of the big threats from from our end now currently so we might be whilst doing the project we might be losing everything there that we haven't documented at some point even identify them yeah yeah so when you talk about projects this is palm oil and Palm oil, yeah. The taxonomy is important to know what's there so that these new projects can be sensitive to species have limited range, for example. And, and uh, one, one of my biggest fear, as I just found out from uh, the small contract that I was engaged to with the provincial government, was that I found out that this, um, most of these big impact projects, they, they don't have visibility studies done. So, yeah, that, that's a big problem now. <laughs> they, Sorry, didn't, they, um, do, they didn't they, do, they didn't do vis- visibility studies. So we, um, 
that's the biggest threat and my fear. And what would be in a feasibility study that would help? Feasibility studies in, in um, all the sectors that are um, involved, like um, the uh, agriculture and uh, the environment, um, socially, like social affairs stuff. So all that, they um, it wasn't done because it has to be done before the issue, the license or something. So, yeah, that, that, that's a big um um, issue that is currently on the ground now. Yeah, so I'm just more worried about the um, biodiversity part. Yeah. So the biodiversity part of feasibility studies so that these projects can get a triple bottom line, sustainability, tick mm-hmm. and audit, you, those things have not been done uh, in some of the cases that were new projects. Yeah, they claim that it was done, but it's 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 not clear. It's not coming out clear. That's what um, we did the research. I helped out doing the the research, and that's what we found. So it's it's now on the authorities. They're they're doing an audit into it. Yeah. Yeah. So quite a lot of the funding for taxonomy audits or species audits would come from developers. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It normally comes, not sadly, not from from the government, but from especially developers and um, NGOs. Yeah, that most fundings come from there, in which I'm, I was also part of. Yeah. But most uh, the, the the issue with funding that that disadvantages most uh, students doing research. And it seems like it stops research to, from continuing. Yeah, so people can't keep doing their research because they run out of money. Um, and <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get enough funding to complete your own master's. Yeah, that was really sad for me because I was looking forward to just um, transit through the next stage. Um, I met the requirement like um, on merit, but then it was just the funding part that um, uh, made me to drop the offer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I couldn't continue. I I couldn't continue, and I I needed like uh, to actually move the project. (laughs) Fantastic, Dilian. Well, that's been great chatting. Having heard from Dilian, I hope you agree with me that she is a very talented and articulate early career researcher with a great future ahead of her. Scientists have a lot of value to add, but they do need support and funds to do their job. Please encourage someone to eco-connect today. If you share a fun fact about the species that you're eco-connected to with seven other people, maybe one of them will eco-connect too. And then we can fund some of Lillian's work as a part of the great project of the discovery of the biodiversity of life in Papua New Guinea.